What it is, what's up, got Jolie in the cut, chapter 97 that is, and I'm a couple days late, I think maybe a week late on this, uh, but you know, they say better late than never, 10 days late, who cares, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's worth it, you know, we're here now, and uh, this is the chapter that I was waiting for, uh, or at least the contest this chapter is what I was waiting for, uh, something a little bit more serious and, and, uh, and plot you know, forget the plot. It was very interesting. It was the first front to back, really interesting chapter uh, in a minute. It took some pretty huge steps as far as our concept of Satoru Akifu, Toru, um, his stand, or possibly their stand, uh, what's going to happen as far as who's going to fight who, when they're going to fight. The timeline has just been accelerated quite a bit in this chapter. And unlike Attack on Titan, which can't accelerate the timeline and be interesting, uh, this did do that. Rocky did do that. All right, so let's talk. Let's, let's break down the five big plot points and just progress those and, and look on those uh, plot points for a second. So the biggest plot point, well, what it is, is it the biggest? Possibly, but it's definitely the first. So we have Job and Higashikata at the Higashikata estate. It appears that he had, as at the very least, uh, pushed back the calamity, uh, seemingly, by beating the bed in and um, coming to find out that there is no stand there. It's just a can that he punched with his, you know, Cans are contained with um, with air and, and, and other um, gases. So when punched by fire, it makes an explosion. But the explosion was containable, as we originally thought. But it turns out that after getting the um, the the plant and going to the um, the the garage or the, the estate cameras to further pursue. Uh, the head doctor, he comes upon, I believe, I can actually just pull this up. I believe it was the head doctor or what appeared to be the head doctor. And it seems that Mitsuba certainly is starting to understand. Mitsuba is kind of like the, um, the, the characterization of where, of what a narrator would be, I guess, for what this is. A narrator for the head doctor for a little bit of the head doctor's background and for a little bit of his stand. She's kind of a, a, a device for the author to convey a little bit of what he wants us to know about uh, the doctor in any given moment. So he goes there, he you know, obviously sees Yasuho, and he sees what he thinks is the head doctor, uh, or at least what he thinks is somebody. He, he What he actually says, I'm looking at it right now, what he actually says is, He's looking at Toru, as we know. Someone's on the other side of the garage. They're watching Yasuho in the house from among the trees. So he does not necessarily suspect that it's the head doctor, but he does suspect it's somebody, and he is, I would guess, pursuing that person. We are, he was already convicted of pursuing the head doctor in the previous chapter, so it's not like a double pursuit, but he did pursue somebody. Uh, the calamity hits him when the... Uh, and, Araki does make note of this tip from the, the gas can uh, when it initially explodes. It does bounce off in a different direction 
we aren't shown where it bounces off to, but as we find out, um, it bounces into his chest. And then when looking to get help, it appears that the pot pushes it. At least this is what the, the wiki said. The, plot, uh, the pot pushes the, the, the tip of the, the can further into his chest and causes very severe bleeding. Every, I mean, like a massive amount of blood loss. And as it also uh, alludes, the plant falls within reaching distance of the garage door. Um, pretty much where, if you remember the, the pressurized stand that I think Josuke and uh, I believe uh, Norisuke fought, the pressurized stand, the gravity stand, it is basically the door of the garage where they came in at. So going off of that, if Toru, who appears in this panel, does intend on going into the house, he could and grab it pretty easily. So here's a here's here's a there's a second plot point against Toru. So Toru was called in by Yasuho uh, into the Gashikata estate, and his response to that was very, um, very weird, very suspicious, um, very melancholy. Because it seems that he was playing some fuckery and he was waiting for the call to get that happening. And he's here. He, he was seen by a Joven. Joven's messed up now. He has been watching the Gashikata estate and Yasuho. He has tuned out Yasuho, who I, I believe some of us may have thought that he was partially there to help her out. But he has turned his volume up and even changed songs. Something crazy. I thought that since he was playing the song Crazy Train, that he was, that stands going to be named Crazy Train. But I believe that was just shown to, the volume was very low. He was listening initially, I believe, to what was happening and then tuned out afterwards. Uh, so he has a longer plan, it appears, here while, while being there. Um, and yeah, it's Yasuo, it might be a wrap for her. So that's in the second plot point. Uh, Toru, he does some evil things. Well, you know, we're going chronologically right now, but let's just skip to the end of Toru's um, relevancy in this chapter. So Toru, it appears, is linked directly to Satoru. We've seen the two together pretty much every time we've seen, at least every time we've seen Satoru, we've seen Toru. It's, the, the reverse can't be the same, said to be the same, but... So Toru and Toru can be intrinsically linked. Uh, Toru has even acted as an interference like Satoru's stand. The theory, the prevailing theory, was that Satoru was himself a stand um, for Toru. But it appears that those two... Here's the theory I saw on Reddit. Um, someone got 64 points for this. Tuna underscore pi. I think that a reverse Josuke is two people with one consciousness so the stand is shared between the two of them. It would make a lot of sense for a Iraqi villain to be the mirror of uh, the hero, the, the protagonist. So Josuke is two consciousness of one person and one body. Um, Satoru slash Toru might be Two consciousness and a different body, or one conscious and two different bodies. One conscious, two different bodies. So, 
that's a that's a theory that could work. There's a lot there's a lot of theories out there that could work, but it appears that those two work together. Another theory I saw is that we saw a stand in this quotations. We saw a stand in the start stairwell when they first started pursuing the head doctor. I think that was Toru Stan who who brings forth the calamities. The head doctor may not have his own stand. Um, I see another one that says Toru and Doctor have each separate stands that combine and create calamities. Uh, Toru stand is the thing that was stalking Gappy. It chases targets that Toru assigns or those who attack or try to chase the head doctor. The head doctor is the one that actually creates the misfortune. Couldn't operate at a distance normally, but works in conjunction with the automatic long range stand. Um, so this is hinted by Toru's iPod in this chapter. The Wonder of You was the name of the arc when the gang first starts trying to chase the head doctor. That's Toru's stand. Crazy Train then must be the head doctor stand. So this kind of goes along with what I was saying, that I feel like everything a Rocky does has a purpose. So picking the song or picking the song to be Crazy Train, showing us the song, showing us the volume would be one thing, but he also shows us a song. And I feel as if showing us the song title and name, and then showing us the song title and name of the net song being played afterwards. Uh, the Wonder of You, which was the name of the art, and was also in a panel, uh, the last song that I believe Toru listened to, The Wonder of You by Elvis Presley. I think those could definitely be two different stands that work harmon harmoniously. And someone even replied to, if it's the stand of the head doctor, really is misfortune is called crazy train that would be a glorious reference to love train which brings fortune uh they're the opposite a rocky or genius you know that, that's that's one way to look at it right um and, and one person did bring up how did they how did toru become instantly aware of what a rocky i'm not a rocky but what um satoru was doing if these two stands could work in conjunction to such a degree that Maybe the two users share consciousness in a certain way. Maybe, just maybe. Um, maybe they they can somehow see the same thing. Or maybe since the stand, uh, Toru stand is hanging out with Satoru currently. I, I, don't, I don't know. But cause the, the prevailing theme is that you have to have two... You have one stand for each person to stand up as a spirit. And even if, like, let's say it was two consciousness, like um, Diavolo and the, uh, the other guy. I forgot his name right now. Even then, there was only one stand. King Crimson was the prevailing stand. There was one body as well. Um, There's just two different consciousnesses in the same body. So this would be a new, a new area, two different consciousnesses. And in two different bodies, but one's and two different stands, but one link. That would be interesting. It'd be new ground. And it wouldn't be like but part four, which we kind of are I'm loosely referencing part four at this point in this chapter. Uh well, part four, you had two different Yoshikages. But you had the the same like he had two different we had he had two stands, but they were the same spirit. Uh, they were the same Yoshikage, but 
that was just what we had. So I don't know. It's you know, we, we always go into these different directions with uh these mirroring parts. But uh I'm really am interested in what Toru does here. Uh let, let, let's take a break, you know, let's we'll see what happens after this. I'm not going to lie, I uh, paused this for like 30 minutes and I forgot to come back to it, so it's going to be really quick. Uh, point three, Mamazuku. Uh, Mamazuku uh, pretty much got his chapter last chapter. We know he's coming to see Josuke. Uh, he is pretty much at the, the step to the hospital. Um, Sat- I mean, this is break the chronological order, but Satoru is right behind him. What happens to Toru just happened to him. I'll reveal that in Satoru's plot point. Um, but the two are going to the same destination. It appears that the head doctor doesn't, at least initially, I mean, he seems to know who Josuke is. He doesn't seem to give any indication that he necessarily knows Mamazuku, even though he appears to at least have kind of the contact with him. Um, and I think he, what, killed him? Like, he was the one that almost killed Mamazuku with the Calamity thing. So, I mean, but Mamazuku almost died a couple of times. But, like, he's almost killed Mamazuku before. So, I don't know how to explain all that. But the two are going to the same destination. And that's Mamazuku's plot point. Uh, another short one, Josuke Higashikata. Uh, Gappy is been in the same place for i believe three chapters now um this is his it, it appears that his last stand uh so to speak he's setting up his last stand against the head doctor his plan successfully worked in getting the head doctor to come to him he's revealed his location to the head doctor um in such a convincing way uh conniving way that I, i'm willing to say the part eight is the most strategically sound part since part four, maybe. I mean, part four is also very. There, there was some 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 cunningness that went down in part four. The part it blows out the water and blows every other part of the water in terms of like stratagem, well explained stratagem, uh, real tactics being used that I haven't seen in in any comparable level in any other part. Uh, very well written by Araki. Um, this is just one one portion of that. But we do appear to have Mamazuku. I don't know. This is going to be so awkward. So they're basically moving at the same speed. So you're going to have Mamazuku, who isn't pursuing the head doctor, so he cannot be attacked by the head doctor. He's pursuing Joseph. So you're going to have two people. Mamazuku can't hit the head doctor in any kind of obvious way because he'd be pursuing him at that point. So you're going to have two people going to the same destination meeting Josuke at around the same time. And I don't know what goes after that. That's going to be very, I'm very interested in what happens with that. It's going to be very interesting. But right now, it was calm before the storm. And finally, the head doctor, Satoru Akefu. Um, So the caper that Josuke Higashikasa ran worked. Um, Satoru has appeared to be the smartest person in this chapter, in this series. Or this part, not the series, but this part, this is a jump. He's done pretty well in trying to achieve 
the fruit as well as knocking off all Higashi Kata's and associated acts without getting his hands too bloody. But uh, it appears that pretty much the first time the whole part, the head doctor has been struck back. Uh, the reporter for what was it? Uh, let's go to Pangea Land. The Pangea Land reporter was sent a video of uh, Holly Joestar Kira, um, the fruit, and then another video, I believe, of where the fruit is being cultivated. And all of this was sent right before his interview with the head doctor. Um, very interesting. The head doctor is sitting in his corner. This is interesting to me because the fact it appears that maybe he was controlling the stand. He had to focus on that. But the only way I could, I could confirm that is if we went to a different panel, probably Gashi Kata or a different location, and saw them in a different panel, and then the calamity stopped. That's really the only way I can know for an absolute if his power was prevented uh, or stopped temporarily. So, it, it, you know, he starts this this weird dialogue. Uh, all you know is in your left and right cheeks are those pimples. How long have you had those in your face? They're rather swollen and be full of pus. Uh, but at the time, this seems very neutral, very level, uh, not necessarily done to spark any, you know, potential calamities. Um, and then we see the uh, the reporter start playing his hand and it immediately Satoru was thrown off by what he has in his possession. Uh, he goes on to, to explain exactly what he has, what he believes it is. And Satoru pretty much is talked over by the reporter for the most part. Uh, but we just get several faces of Satoru being completely shocked. Um, this is the first time we've, seen, we've actually heard him talk uh, to about anything prevalent to this this plot, really. Uh, I mean, he's kind of explaining how the, the, the fruits work, but this is the first time we've seen any kind of conflict with, with him uh, speaking. And he, we get to this part. This is the most interesting part of the entire chapter and maybe one of the most interesting things that I've seen a villain do in quite a while in JoJo. So, dot, 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 did you perhaps come here and tend to pursue me? The doctor falls into the trap, and we get like these uh, these lines that signify like kind of a focus or like kind of a revelation uh, moment in an anime or a manga. Uh, and when the doctor, or not the doctor, the reporter says, "Yes, that's right. I'm chasing after you. This video is real and it's over for you. I'm going to pursue you to the ends of the earth." And even for confirmation, Akifu says, "I see. So you are pursuing me. I understand." And then he sets on this seemingly initially hypothetical. So then the lid of this jar, you try to open it. What I'm saying is simply looking at the jar from the outside, you wouldn't know for certain this is the fruit. He goes on to say that, you know, just kind of put on the the um, the face about the fruit further. Um, I'm explaining the fact that you open this jar because you, op- you receive, after you receive this package, you open the lid with your hands and you smelled it. Smelling be a scent. Um, and because it gave up the sweet and sour scent of a fruit as you came into this room thinking that it is, was a fruit, and you got all this other thing, I got an exclusive scoop here, didn't you? And then perhaps got some fruit juice from the lid stuck to your finger, just a little of it, almost meaningless dialogue, but you see how important this is later on. Or perhaps you were careless and licked that finger. If fate were particularly unlucky, there's a rather good chance that when you put the lid back on, 
some fruit juice seeped into a small cut on your skin or, or your fingernail. Uh, you know. Initially, I thought this was just him talking as a resistance, but it appears that he really did ingest the um, the fruit the way that Satoru explained it. Uh, and he goes on to say, I believe he concludes with this, and what you were saying regarding the source of the matter, I know who it was that sent that package as well. Um, so we get this. They would always be better off without pursuing me. My pimples, the pimples clear off. Um, we flash to his nose, which the smell, I believe, is what's being, the smell of the sense that he was talking about uh, may have been what was at play here. We see his face start melting. I guess maybe that's the, the change off or the exchange made by the uh, Rokakaka. His face starts melting. His eyes, you know, shocked. And then it, where it appears his face is melting, we see the um, signif the signification that the Rokaka has done his thing. It starts coming in. And we start seeing the sound says rustle. The, the, the effect of the... Um, I guess his rock started coming on his face and he started seeing Russell. And then it flashes to the back of his neck, which I'm also led to believe that he ingested it via his throat because, because of the location coming in the back of his neck. Unless, well, here's my theory. Uh, <laughs> so the neck is broken. Uh, his neck is turned into rock. It's broken um, and he dies at the scene. My working theory I, I had to. The first one just said he ingested it via his neck, so maybe that's why it showed at the neck. Um, I, but I'm not exactly sure how well the whole rock works, where it works, blah, blah, blah. But he ingested it through the throat as well, so maybe that's why his neck just gave off. My second theory was that Satoru possibly could control where the Rokaka had his effect at, what was sacrificed in exchange. But I feel like that's probably a reach. I think he just knows the effect of the plant so well that it just happened as it happened. But um, that's about it for Satoru. And, I, you know, I pull up the Reddit as I do to see kind of how what they were talking about. The um, theories are pretty pretty much focused on the stand, but uh, this whole chapter was well was, was great. I mean, just a fantastic chapter. 9.5 out of 10, maybe even 10 out of 10. I mean, I really don't know what you would ask for in like a battle. It was fantastic. Iraqi, I mean, this is Iraqi's grandstand in terms of writing. He just did his thing, his entire part. And his chapter was no different. I can't wait to see the next chapter, chapter 98. Uh, I believe that, I said, I think in my previous one, I think that we're going to have the head doctor and Mamazuku, or against Mamazuku and Josuke in one scene. And then we'll have kind of the Higashikata getting their bearings straight in another scene. But, you know, that, that seems to be a thing. I'm not sure I got Suho plays into it. I'm not sure I Toru plays into it. But we're at a, we're definitely getting close to the end game. I mean, we're you can start seeing how things are aligning. We can't see where we get Joven versus the head stand or the head doctor stand, but we may get Toru against Joven. And that's it might just be the same thing. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't seen any other episodes, uh, please like, share, give reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell your friends about it. You know, 
if, if it sucked, you know, it sucked. Don't, you know, chill him nonsense. But if you thoroughly enjoyed it, I would appreciate the support. And uh, peace.